Good luck, everyone. We're going to Chazer. I'd like to welcome all of our listeners of Jewish from Torah and Time as well as from the podcast. So we learned this past week, Simon Kuf Ayin Tes, in the middle of Sif Beis, all the way through Kuf Ayin Tes, Sif Dalit. We finished the halachas of Shin and Makim. We'll discuss some of those halachas. And we started the halachas of Hesech Hadas. So Shin and Makim. So we discussed the halacha that the Macha, there are Mapaskins that when having a bread suda, when you're eating a food where you need to make a bracha achorena b'mkayma, you have to make a bracha achorena in the place where you ate, over there, the halachas of shinamakim do not apply. However, l'chatchila, one should not move places in the middle of a suda. And the reason the Mishabura says, the chashinon shema yishkach lagzeh v'lechel u'levarech b'mkayma, maybe you're going to forget to go eat again in the new place and make a bracha over there, or you're going to forget to come back. I'm sorry, you're going to forget to come back and make a bracha where you originally ate. Or you're going to wait too long where it will be too late to bench. Either you're going to forget to come back and bench, or you're going to remember, but it will be too late. So, the exceptions to the rule were, where if you were invited to go out, or you were going to eat somewhere else, then we're not worried you're going to forget the bench, because you're going to eat over there, and you're going to bench over there, that would be okay. But then the Mishapur says, still a you don't want to move places in the middle of your meal. He says that the Khatkhila one should make a bracha before you go, unless you had a mind to go there in the beginning. Which means that if I'm eating in one place and I have a mind to go somewhere else, that would be okay. If I didn't have it in mind, the Mishabura at first says the you should make a bracha before you go. However, later the Mishabura sort of steps that back one step and he says it depends. If there's no real shash that you're going to forget. You're not going to get involved in something for a very long time. There's no real, real chash. You're going to forget the bench. Then, it's not the chachila to bench before you get up. It's maybe even a bracha shayna tzricha. However, if, it's, if you're meshay or she'efshah, that she'yaf like harbe, if you do see that maybe you're going to get completely distracted, then you should bench before you get up. So, before we go to the next sif, which would be sif gimel, in sif beis, if you're sitting and eating a meal, a bread suda, and you do not have in mind mitchila to move places. What should you do? So, l'chatchila, eat the meal in one sitting and don't change places. If you have to change places, so if it's, you're going to take care of something and there's no real concern that you're going to forget, you're going to go take, take care of something for a short period of time or you'll set an alarm or something and you're for sure going to come back, then don't bench before you get up. It's not l'chatchila to get up, but if you have to, you have to. If you're doing something where there's a real shash that's going to end up taking longer than expected and you're going to forget the bench or it's going to take too long where you can no longer bench, then you should bench before you get up. Siv Gimel and Dalet discuss the halachas of Shini Makin when you're outdoors and the halachas of someone who is a Holchid Drachim. So there's an important distinction when discussing Shini Makin. means Shini Makin in the whole simon is talking about where you were Kaveya Makin to eat in one place and now you're changing your places. However, if you never convey a makam to eat in one place, mitchila, you always planned on moving, there was no set place, then you're a halachi drachim. A halachi drachim does not have the halacha of shine makam. You're, if you're in the car and you plan on starting to eat and you're going to be traveling or making stops, the example we gave was bachim on purim, so they're going house to house, so you never were convey yourself to eat in one place in the first place. So you make your shahakal in the car and you keep eating with that shahakal, you don't have to make a new bracha every time that you want to take a drink of whatever you're drinking because you're a holche drachem mitchila. However, if you're kaveh makam to eat somewhere, that verse that gave the halachas of shinim makam, where you're kaveh makam to eat here, and then you either had in mind to move 
at some point during the Suda, or you didn't have in mind, and now something came up and you want to move in the middle of the Suda, that's the discussion. So with regards to eating outdoors, over there we said the halacha was, the Mechaber said, You're in a, uh, an orchard, you want to eat from all the trees. What's the halacha? Once you make a bracha on one tree, you don't need to make a bracha on the rest. And as long as you had in mind to eat from the others. From one orchard to another orchard, even if they're close by, from one to the other would be a shin and Even if you originally had it in mind, it won't help. So what are the halachas and machabras saying? So we discussed in the Mishnah Brura, and I'm going with the maskana that we came out, that if you're surrounded by a fence, that's all considered one room. So if you're in one orchard or one you're going apple picking and it's a field of apple trees and it's surrounded by a fence. That's all considered one room and therefore even from one corner to the other corner, it's all okay. If you're not surrounded by a fence, then it depends. If you had in mind to move from one place to the other place, then that would be okay. Even if you can't see. Or if you could see, even if you didn't have in mind, not like the Taz, but if you can see, even though you didn't have in mind, that also would be okay. So one of two options. If I sat down to make a picnic in an apple orchard and apple field and there is no gate. So if I want to move places now, if I can see my own place or if I had in mind to move Mithila, that would be okay. If I can't see it and I didn't have it in mind, then that would be a Shinimakim and all the halachas of Shinimakim would apply um, to that, that sort of case. Now we did bring up in the Shia, we weren't sure. First of all, does an Erev work or you have to have a real fence? What about a tourist of Pesach? That's one Shaila. And the second Shaila was... What about if it is there a limit to how large the place can be? Can I be Makaveya Makam over here and have a mind to eat a mile away? Is that too far? I wasn't sure about that and that we left hanging Tsarachin. But of course if you're in one field, that's still one big field, that would be okay. A question that we more were discussing, let's say you're in a humongous amusement park. Um, can you say that listen, I had in mind to go from here to the other side of the park, or that's too far since you're outdoors? That was a question that we were not Machriya. That was Siv Gimel. And Sif Dalit, Sif Hay, discussed a fundamental question on the entire sugya of Shini Makim. We passed in the Fidei Ramah that Shini Makim only applies in foods that need the bracha achorinim bim kaimam. It's machlek, it's which foods need the bracha achorinim bim kaimam. And we came out with two opinions. The opinion of the many achorinim is that anything which requires a bracha main shalish, which is even ala michya or ala eight, anyone in the Shivas Haminim does require a bracha achorinim bim kaimam. And that was the first opinion of the Mechaber, and based on that, any sort of Shivas Aminim food, you would have the Halachas Hashinim Makam apply. And the opinion of the Gain was that only foods that are bread or they're mazin, they're mezainis, ala michya, mine dagon. But the other Shivas Aminim do not require bracha chorim and kaiman. So, first of all, if you had a pomegranate and now you have to go, now you need to make a bracha chorim, you would not have to go back to the original place. And for the, for the same token, you also would, would have the halachas of Shina Makam apply since it does not require a bracha in its place. We do not have a clear hachra on this either. Therefore, we said the chatechila, one should try to avoid any sort of Shina Makam shayla when eating shivas haminim because it's a shver shayla. Halacha la if you did what I tell you to make a new bracha, a suffer bracha is a hakel. It's hard to say to make a new bracha, but at the end of the day, it's definitely a shayla that we want to avoid. Um, Siv Zayin discussed if someone takes a nap. So if it's a Shinas Arai, it's not considered a Hefzik. A Shinas Keva is considered a Hefzik. So the way the Mishabura said it, if you go to sleep on a bed, a Shinas Keva, 
I'm not sure if that would be a half hour or just the fact that you went onto a bed, not clear. That would be a half sick, and you would have to make a new bracha the Devei Akhel. If someone does have a half sick in the middle of the Suda, let's say someone goes to use the Beis HaKisei, Mishaburah discusses over here whether you need the Tilas Yedayim, and we paskin, not like the Mishaburah, we spoke out in this year a few times, that if you go for a Katanim, you don't have to wash your hands again. If you go for a Gedolim, then you would wash your hands again without a bracha. Even though the Mishaburah paskins with the bracha, we spoke out then, Mishem the Chazanish, that the minute is to wash your hands without a bracha if you go for a Gedolim in the middle of the Suda. That was the end of Simon Kufa and Ches. Simon Kufa and Tess discussed Hesachadas, and we had three different scenarios of Hesachadas. One is Mayim Achreinim, someone washes Mayim Achreinim, that shows that he's finished with the Suda. Until now, in Kufa and Ches, we were discussing Shinimokim, which is a Hesachadas, where you really wanted to continue, but you change places. Does the change of place itself need, require a new bracha? Now you're in the same place, but you did something to symbolize or to express that you're done eating. You wash Mayim Achreinim, or you said, let's bench, have lan unavarech, or even if just in your head, your machria that you're done eating, that also can be a hasakadas. Now we spoke out for Rebbe Yashiv that these days were not so formal in our eating practices, and even if you have a mind in your head that you're finished, usually it's not real, and therefore that would not be considered a hasakadas. Now, with regards to my machreinim, so over there, that was the most chamer. My machreinim, we said, was ke'in the ka'aschala of benching. For those who watch my machreinim, it's ke'in the start of the bench. The ka'atchila, one should not talk after my machreinim. If you need to talk for a davar nachutz, then the halacha is that you can talk, but wash your hands again. There's no talking after my machreinim. And even if you need to talk, you shouldn't talk, unless it's a davar nachutz, it's an urgent matter. When it comes to eating, so you definitely would have to make a new bracha. The question is, can you eat and make a new bracha, or maybe you can't eat bichlal because you have to start benching. That was a machlekis, and we came out lechatchila, one should not eat, even if they're going to make a new bracha, one should not eat after my machreinim. Havanu Navarich, let's bench, that was a little more kal. Over there we said that you're allowed to eat, but you need a new bracha in certain scenarios. When it comes to shtia, if you want to take a drink, there everyone's masculine, you need a new bracha. When it comes to eating, it's a machlekis. The rush holds eating is like drinking, and you wouldn't need a new bracha to eat. If in the end, and the round hold, eating is different. You're always still going to eat. You're not really done with eating. There's no real hetzkadas. Just from saying, and therefore, you would not need a new bracha for eating. If you need a drink because you ate, you also would not need to make a new bracha on the drinking. How do we pass him? We said, to avoid the shayla. Do not eat after you say, said, However, we did speak out that this is not something which we find so commonly uh, practiced, people making new brachas after they say, let's bench. And we said the reason is, is because many times, um, we, we brought down, or Bramner brought down, I think we said Rabbi Yashiv, that if someone's eating at a table and their wife is serving, even if they say, let's bench, in the back of their head, if their wife brings out more food, they're going to eat their wife's food. So you don't really mean it when you say, let's bench. So many times... When someone says, let's bench, they're just expressing that they would like to hurry up the Suda, everyone should finish up. They don't really mean Suda's over, guys, no more eating. And therefore, Labdafka would always be a real Hesachadash just because someone said, let's bench. The rest in Sibbeis and Gimel discuss, like, who's the one to shell of the Suda's over? If you're a guest, so the Suda's not really over. If you're in a Baal then if you express it's over, it's really over. However, even if you're a guest and the Baal says, guys, we're benching, if you have in mind that I'm not finished eating, you can continue eating. You should tell the people around you, I'm not making a new bracha because I had in mind that I wasn't finished eating. When someone takes the cup to bench, especially if you don't do my machreinim, that also would be a, a, a sign of hesachadas. 
And then you would, that would be considered like my Machorinim, where you wouldn't want to talk even after that, Lechatchila, unless it's a Dabr Nachutz. And Sif Dal discussed a Hetzchadas, where there is no, there is no um, expression of Suda's over. Rather, let's say you went to visit people and someone handed you a drink and you were not expecting to be handed more drinks, there could be Hetzchadas in certain cases. We this begat Halachalamaisa that anything in the house when you make a bracha these days that were not so formal, Yustam Das is all the food in the house and the pantry you have in mind to eat. And you're expected to get, if you're a guest at someone else's house, whatever food they bring out, you have in mind, that will be the next sif and sif hay for tomorrow. And the only real case of nimlach, or one of, one of the main cases of nimlach would be if you're in your house, and then someone comes in from outside your house unexpectedly with food, that food we would say you did not have in mind, and that would be a nimlach where you sort of change your mind to eat it, and you would have to make a new bracha. That was the chazar for this week, this coming week. We're going to finish the halachas of Varm and the Suda, and we'll start. We're going to be starting Wednesday night the halachas of Birchas Amazin. We'll go through my Machrenim and then Birchas Amazin. Everyone should have a good vach.